everybody. Welcome to the Good Witch Podcast, this show where we recap two episodes of The Good Witch. We're in season seven. This is episodes six and seven, and it's going to be really fun to talk about. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. Randy Carter's here. Hello, everyone. Yes. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm I'm very good. I, I'm glad to be back. I missed uh, our last uh, session, yeah. but uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back and talk about these episodes, which I enjoyed greatly. Yeah, we've actually, we haven't covered... An, ep- an episode since the premiere, sure. believe it or not. Right. Because you were with Cammy for one recap, and then uh, then I did the one with Colleen. But uh, h- how did your movie shoot go? That must have been fun. Oh, it, it went well. We, we, we wrapped up uh, on time, which is always good. And um, it's going to be fun. It's a, it's a cheerleader thriller Ooh. for a lifetime. So it'll be airing. I think we just got the date. It's actually airing at the end of August, like August 28th. Okay, I think, good. I think. Well, let us know. I will. Because uh, we definitely want to support you in that. That's great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. <clears throat> yes. So since you weren't here for the last episodes, how do you feel like the season's been going as a whole? Well, as a whole, my, my biggest sort of problem um, with this season, not that I have a lot of problems, but it's been so crowded. There's mm-hmm. so much going on. If, I feel like there's like a dozen different storylines going on in in every episode. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, these last two episodes that we're going to talk about tonight, though, felt like they finally got back to having like maybe four plot lines per episode, which is just about as much as I can handle. Um, I felt really overwhelmed by the last previous two episodes um, with how many sort of plot lines they had going on. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track. Yeah. I, I think that, that everything has kind of moved away from gray house. And I feel like that having every, even though there was always a lot going on, it was always kind of centered around what was ever happening at gray house. And I feel like that's not the case anymore. Right. And I think that that makes a big difference. Yeah, it's ain't, yeah, not, not as much a gray house. And, and we haven't been to Bell Book and Candle, and I can't remember oh, I the know. last time. I know. They just kind of like subtly name dropped it in episode seven. <laughs> I think so that we uh, we know that it's still in existence. <laughs> right. It's, she yeah. got for Martha, I think, or whatever. I can't remember. But yeah, that it's true. and. We've gotten more stories from uh, from Sam. We've got more stories from uh, with Martha. I mean, it's just been pretty busy. You're right. I agree with you. And I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm a little bit worried for the show, to be honest, because I just feel like there is no buzz. The only thing that's buzzing right now about the show is is Zoe and Joy. Everything right. else, I don't know. I just feel like nobody's talking about it on the Twitter or. Just even trying to find somebody to fill in, uh, you know, to recap was difficult because nobody had watched the episodes. And I I don't know. I'm a little bit concerned about the well, show. Well, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I, and, and you're absolutely right that the, the sort of social media buzz is much quieter than it used uh-huh. to be. But the ratings have sort of been fairly steady. Uh-huh. So I, I, I don't know what that means if people are just less... But that's not true because other shows are still just as active in their social media. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm, it's a good. It's a good point. Yeah, I haven't checked the ratings. I probably should. But 
uh, yeah. So let's dive in to this first episode, episode six. This is the wishes and the summary is pretty small. It just says old and new wishes start coming true after Cassie, Abigail and joy toss coins into the historic wishing well. And we've seen this wishing well a bunch of times, particularly with when there was the whole feud about it with, with Martha and Dottie. Right. And, and wasn't that, isn't this the wishing well where patience, uh, um, Merrick and, and the uh, Davenport uh, guy met at that wishing well. I, yeah. I seem to remember a flashback yeah. to that. Yeah. That was in the uh, Halloween movie. Right. Uh, the, um, uh, it was, I think two seasons ago. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No, this, this is the infamous wishing well. Mm-hmm. And, I found it hilarious that like people have been throwing, if you throw a coin into a wishing well, doesn't everybody listen for it to hit yeah. the water in the, in the bottom? But supposedly there's all these coins that have been hung up on some little bucket that's uh, hanging to the side. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> it was definitely different. That's for sure. And yeah. And then even Abigail's ring falls into the bucket. Right. Lucky for her. <laughs> I figure we've got to have more magic out of that ring. Cause it was in there in the, in the music box in the, uh, in the, Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think so. Every piece of jewelry on good, Witch has some sort of magical <laughs> yeah. ability or, or something <laughs> attached to it. I know. I gotta be getting more jewelry from Middleton. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so evidently all of these old wishes, because the the plop in the water is what makes the wish come true, uh, and so now all these old wishes are coming back, right? Uh, which is is kind of fun. I um uh I particularly loved the um uh the wish of the Tom Martha wish of traveling to Buenos Aires. I was sort of hoping they would get to go. Cause I could just imagine that trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew that Martha was such a dancer. Martha has yeah. all sort of hidden yeah. uh, things going on <laughs> as we're going to find out. Right. That's right. <laughs> um, yes. And we find out that, uh, that Sam is in, was in a band called the Manhandlers. <laughs> <laughs> well, is, is, is man- Manhandler is like the name of of like the the fans of the, of that guy right of uh, oh yeah yeah they were the man the man which I love I love that term the manhandlers yeah Logan um, Logan man right so the manhandlers and <laughs> I think he, I think we've had Sam perform before right he's we have he's yeah. played the guitar before it's weird to me that you know, for somebody who's like this brilliant surgeon and when you're in medical school, like you don't have time for anything. You hear about these stories all the time where they're on 24 hour shifts and no one has time to do anything and you're exhausted all the time. But Sam apparently had the time to be in a rock and roll band and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, this going on. <laughs> I guess everyone needs their release. Uh, if eventually you need something, but yeah, that's true. And, uh, then you have Stephanie. She uh, she has another date with Sean. Uh, right. Adam wants her to cancel it. 
And then you have her friend coming into town. Yeah, this guy Kyle, right? He's he's like her old flame from what is it like high school or mm-hmm. or college? And it's like uh, you know her tastes have certainly changed because he just he never he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that Stephanie would go out with. But I mean, if if it's been whatever it's been twenty years since they've seen each other, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that was sort of Stephanie's. Uh, was that part of her wish as well? I think. I think so. Uh, then you have George asking Samantha to uh, to dinner and to uh, go steady, I guess. Right, <laughs> so right. He says, Which... <laughs> he says, I like you, no pressure. I'm not going anywhere. I. This is my favorite part of the episode because I love George and I love George with Samantha. And for a second, I thought they were going to do this thing where Samantha was like, oh, I'm just not interested and sorry and just sort of nip it in the bud. But, you know, then it ended up being that she just needed a little bit of time, which was fine. Because I, I hope they continue that. I love George and Samantha together. Yeah, they're fun. I I have a hard time understanding people that want to go super slow when you're older. <laughs> no, I just feel like it makes sense when you're young, but when you're older and you've like, they've been dating. I mean, they've been courting for quite a while at this point, you know, like going, becoming friends with each other. And I don't know, like, what are you waiting for time? (laughs) Well, the thing is like, they talk about going steady, but it's like how many other like people their age are there in Middleton that like, you know, are are you trying to play the field or something? I mean, what what other what other it's, choices do you have? It's just weird to me. People that are older that are like afraid of commitment. It's like, what do you have to be afraid of? Like, I don't know. Life is short. I can understand when you're, I just feel like when you're older, you have an idea of what you want. And so it shouldn't, you shouldn't have that same kind of insecurities. You should be more like, this is who I am. Whereas when you're younger, you don't have that. Perhaps, do we know, do we know if, if Samantha has been like married before? I can't remember if they, if they Uh, mentioned anything like that. Cause I can't remember if she's like, you know, not sure she wants to get into another relationship or if, I mean, at her age, if her husband passed away and she's not ready to move on yet, things like that, but they didn't bring anything up like that. They just brought up like she needed more time. And then by the end she was, she, I guess enough time had passed. So she was ready to, uh, ready to date him. I guess. Yeah. And uh, so Donovan wants Abigail to be to go easy on when he's she's playing the the game, the right the tennis with the with mm-hmm. the potential the investor, right? Is that what a good mm-hmm. investor? Yeah, and she's super competitive. Yeah, he doesn't know Abigail very well. If he thinks for a minute that she's gonna <laughs> sort of throw the game just to be nice, um, yeah. That that's not Abigail. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Boyd Franklin is the uh, the guy they're playing tennis with, and I I can understand that. Like, there's 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 throwing the game, and then there's like being super duper competitive, intense, right? Sure. So I can understand him wanting to be like, let's tone it down. Just this is just a friendly, casual game. It's not you know, big deal. Uh, but yeah, I do agree that I think that's her, uh, um, that's 
her just the way she is. She's right. very competitive. Yeah, she's not going to be able to. <laughs> and, and this is a lesson for Donovan to learn if he's going to be married to this woman, that this is this is the woman she is. And, and I don't think it changes um, yeah. anytime soon. Yep. And then you also have Cassie. She gets the CB radio to work and she starts talking to this older woman on the radio. Right. It's like an old ham radio, right? Which I, I, yeah. I didn't even know those still existed. I mean, <laughs> but apparently I think they're they like do. truckers and stuff still use them. Well, truckers use the CB, but the old ham radio, I mean, I don't know, really know that much what the difference is, but you know, there was a time sort of when I was a kid and a little bit before me where people would build their own like crystal ham radio sets. Um, okay. Kind of thing. But, but um, yeah. So Ellen is, is the woman who was on the other end um, of, of the, uh, of the ham radio. Who was it? Ellen was her name. Yeah. Who was she? I was a little bit confused. I, I was really I, tired when I watched this episode. I admit it. Yeah, I was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> well, she ended up being, you know, I can't really remember either. But she ended up being like somebody who had written a letter or something, or who knew. Didn't she know Cassie's like ancestor? There seems to be a lot of something people who, like that. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of people who know like Cassie's like great grandmother, and I just feel like. How many people are still alive that would know Cassie's <laughs> great grandmother unless they were all young and Cassie's great grandmother was like an elderly woman who knew yeah. young people? I guess that could qualify. But yeah, that, that story didn't seem to really go anywhere for me. Yeah, I didn't quite get what that was all about. Then you have Stephanie making funnel cakes and the three guys kind of help her to make the funnel cakes. Right, right. So Stephanie is in demand. Steph Stephanie has a lot of X's throughout the course yes, of the show. Does. You you know her list of X's is quite long, but uh, she can't ever seem to uh, find the right guy for her. Yeah, I know, except for Ben <laughs> and Wes. Uh, like, yeah, like and Wes. Wes. <laughs> um, and uh, then. You have Zoe and Zoe on a date. They uh, they talk and talk and talk until the restaurant is closed 30 minutes. Uh, so that's the dates that you dream about. Those are the great ones. They don't happen yeah. very often. Where they're like, where they're like, you know, <laughs> vacuuming the place and you're still, you're still there. Um, <laughs> no, I, I love these two together. Yeah. Um, I think the actress who plays Zoe is just wonderful. Yeah. Um, I think she's really good. And I think those two of them have great chemistry together. Mm. So I, I, I love the storyline. Yeah. We had Kiana uh, on the uh, podcast uh, a few weeks ago and she the plays, who plays Zoe. She was so funny. I really enjoyed her. Oh, I know. Oh, I listened. I listened to that interview. It was great. Yeah. She, 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 was, yeah, she seems wonderful and she's so good on the show. I'm really yeah. curious. Cause she said in your interview that she was originally auditioned for like a different part, like a smaller part. And I'm just curious, like what part she originally auditioned for? Like yeah. what part were they thinking? And then they decided, no, no, we want her in a, in a bigger part. Yeah, I know. I would, I'd be interested to know as well. And I'd be interested to know when this whole idea for the story kind of evolved 
uh, because, you know, they're trying to be more diverse and I'd be curious to know when they kind of decided to go there, but I really have been enjoying it too. I think they have really good chemistry and I think it's honestly the highlight of season seven. I I would, I would agree. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Most of the other storylines are just, kind of hit and miss but this one always seems to hit the mark yeah uh so they talk about their most embarrassing moments and then they say there's just one problem i don't want the date to end which was really cute oh i know i know (laughs) yeah (laughs) and stephanie gets a see a rose from a secret admirer but she finds out it's not from adam right and so who gave her the rose? That's the question. And then we also have Sam and uh, Logan playing together. Right. So they have this concert, which is like this benefit concert for the church, right? To help the, church. the church. Yeah. But they're having this concert in City Hall, which I just find hilarious. Um, you know, I know they have a limited number of sets, but it's just, it's funny to me that they're having this this concert in in city (laughs) hall uh, as opposed to some other place. But um, didn't we find out isn't it Abigail who gave Stephanie the rose? Cause it was none of the guys, right? It it wasn't uh, the French teacher, Sean. Right. It it wasn't Kyle and it wasn't Adam. It was, it was Abigail. I I think it was Abigail. Okay. Yeah. I forgot to write that down. Right. Uh, And so then uh joy has uh well cassie gives joy some dating advice and she has a letter from cassie's mother that she reads you know when we see that again in the next episode i think that letter i think that letter is is related to the woman on the other end of the radio if i'm not mistaken if i if i remember correctly um that that somehow she was the one who had that letter uh, because she used to be a friend of Mm -hmm. cassie's mother is uh, yeah. is my my as my memory is returning mm-hmm. yeah and so we're gonna see more of that and we also see that there are two amulets in the painting right that there, we hadn't it, seen before right it was like a painting underneath the painting right it was peeling up it's it's uh it was that painting that they had done the i can't remember the name of it where they all had sort of dressed up and recreated that painting and then underneath it is this painting so there's two of these protection amulets, I guess is what they are. And so we're on the hunt for one of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and they had, they hadn't noticed it before on the painting because they had to wipe away a little bit in order to see it. And so they, they're on the lookout for the set for the amulets. And so, yeah, that was basically this episode um what would you say about this episode one to ten what do you think um it's it's probably about a it's about a six and a half or seven maybe um there were some there were a lot of good things i liked about it but then there's uh you know and i also did like that there weren't so many stories as i was saying earlier so i appreciated that but um i liked i liked the george samantha storyline and and the zoe uh uh joy uh, joy storyline the the whole thing with the with the radio that we talked about and and the whole save the church thing that whole storyline just seems to be going nowhere for me yeah 
so I'm not. It's like they're just trying to give excuses for having Adam in the show, like since he's not with Stephanie. Exactly, and it does seem not, that way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, episode. I agree with you on the score. Uh, so, episode seven is the magic. And as the Merriwicks delve into the images on Joy's vision board, Cassie accompanies Sam on a trip to his childhood home to care for his sister. Now, had we met his sister before? Yes, she came. She was the one. She came to town. Um, I think it was that episode. Remember, it was when Sam and Cassie were going to get married and they ended up giving their wedding date away to these Marines who were coming through town mm, and the uh-huh. sister came into town and she revealed to him that she had this, this chronic disease of some kind that was going to ultimately cause her to, to, you know, lose her mobility and so forth as we saw in this episode. So yeah, we've seen her once before. And now they're trying to get her to use the wheelchair, but wouldn't it be good for her to be pushing her, you know, like getting moving as much as she possibly can. I mean, wouldn't that be a good thing? I think with the disease that she has, there's just her, her muscles are going to, there's nothing they can really do. The, the muscles are going to deteriorate. And I, so it's not like she can, you know, recover from that. It's, it's debilitating. It's going to happen. And mm-hmm. they're just trying to get her because apparently she like had fallen and, and, and hurt herself a little bit um, because she wasn't using her wheelchair. So they're just trying to get her to, uh, you know, take care of herself while she is. But it's interesting to me that they've set this up and hopefully they don't do some sort of miracle cure at the end. I mean, if they bring her back, eventually this is going to kill her. And it will be really interesting to see what they do with that. It's like ALS or something like that. Sort of. I mean, they said what it was and it was like a, you know, a a thousand dollar word that's got like seven syllables, (laughs) but um, it's, I think it's similar to ALS. It's a, it's a muscular degenerative disease um that's causing her to lose you know the ability to use her her legs and 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 what have you yeah that was what do you think of the storyline with her and, and sam i i, I like it i like the whole magic thing with sam um and him him doing magic i actually like this this storyline a lot because it's the first time at least cassie's somewhat involved it seems like she's like just a spectator a lot recently in various mm, stories mm-hmm. that are going on. At least here she's more involved. And I really do like the sister. So I, yeah. I liked it. How did you feel? No, I agree. And I, I definitely related to the way that when you go back home, it seems no matter what your age is, you revert back to the sibling roles that you had growing up. Sure. Do we know, by the way, where they were? Like, where is Sam's hometown? Ooh, I don't know. They didn't really say, she said, oh, I'll pack, you know, as if they have to travel somewhere. Obviously, Sam came to Middleton from New York, but that doesn't mean he was from New York. That's just where he was working. But it could have been like upstate New York. It could have been Pennsylvania. I mean, who knows? Could have been anywhere. Yeah, I guess I just, I guess I just assumed it was in New York, but that's true. They didn't really say that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so what do you think about Stephanie and her bucket list that she gets, she finds? Well, the, the things that are on her bucket list, several of them are so easy to do that like, like literally when she was like, Oh, ride a motorcycle. And, and Donovan was right there. And he was like, my, my bike's right out in the parking lot. Let's, she could have gotten on the back of his bike and driven around the block and check something off the list. Now, certain other things like 
you know, getting married on a boat. I mean, that's something that's, you know, you can't really just do on a whim, but mm-hmm. and bungee jumping and things like that, or maybe a little more extreme, but um, I mean, I like, I, I like the idea of a bucket list. I like the idea that she wrote it when she was 14 and is, and there was like things to do before I get old. And she feels like she's old now, but, and maybe this is a recurring mm-hmm. theme. I mean, is she dating or potentially dating Sean because he makes her feel younger? Mm-hmm. I mean, I never really thought of Stephanie as like old. I mean, she certainly seems youngish and vibrant and you know it just seems an odd storyline for her to be like oh I feel like I'm old and life is passing me by but I think we all have those moments I mean I just turned 40 in January and I definitely had that moment of like oh my gosh how did I get so old (laughs) how did this happen (laughs) uh but I don't know any 14 year olds that are like dying to read war and peace that's Yeah, why would you put that on your bucket list? Right, yeah. But there you go. So, And that Martha brings it right in to the to the bistro. And right, well, and then my favorite thing there that happened there when she brought that in is that you also saw that she, uh, Stephanie supposedly had a tattoo because that was right. on her list. But that was, a, that, it was just a henna tattoo. So it's just, you know, a temporary one. But then Martha is like, oh, everyone makes like their choices. And like, so Martha has a tattoo. Yeah. I'm so intrigued. I'm so intrigued by this. It almost sounded like multiple tattoos. I, I, and she sort of like put her hand like next to her ear. Like, is it behind her ear or something? I don't know. (laughs) But I want to find out. I know. Me too. I hope they don't drop that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a big bu- bucket list kind of person. I'm more of a go with the flow kind of person. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that was a pretty good little plot line for Stephanie. I think sure. I mean, figure out that I like the whole idea of the nightingale nudge. Yes. I, th- that I did good. like that. That, that, that good. I'm surprised they haven't said that before. That's, <laughs> that's essentially what Cassie does. She never tells anybody what to do, or frankly, she never even gives advice and says, you, I think you should do this. She always just asks questions, nudges them, and lets them find out on their own what, you know, she sort of guides them to what they should be doing or what, you know, yeah. what choices they have in front of them. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the author of Miracles and Menorahs comes a story about history, responsibility for it, and how true love can change the future. History of Us is the second book in Stacey Agdern's Friendship and Festivals series. Available on June 24th from Thule Publishing and wherever books are sold. For more information about Stacey, visit her website at www.staceyagdern.com. That's staceyagdern.com. They're having this bridal expo and for some reason Martha needs to be there. I didn't really, I guess they're having something for Middleton. I, I don't I understand why she couldn't have somebody else work the booth. Why does she have to be there? I don't know. And it's well, and it's also at City Hall. Even the bridal fair is at City yeah. Hall, like like everything is. <laughs> but yeah it, yeah, it was sort of just an excuse to get, do the whole oh let's have George be the temporary mayor. Yeah. Well, and first she asked Cassie, "Said you want your old job back as mayor? When the, right. that's going way back, that's pulling." Oh yeah, that's a, that's a deep back. That's a deep dive. <laughs>
deep cut. Yeah, yeah. But like that's um, in early movies. Yeah, that's like movie number four or something. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But um, it's good that they, they, you know, mention things. At least it makes you realize that the writers have, in fact, you know, are aware of what's yeah. going on in the show. I Yeah, I agree. Uh, so then we also have this plot line in this episode with Donovan. Uh, he hurts his leg and he, she, Abigail tries to give him aspirin. He says, I'm allergic to aspirin. And they decide, oh, well, we don't know what our favorites are. We don't know favorite color, favorite whatever. And we were so busy with the curse. So now we need to go on a first date again and figure all this stuff out. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it in, in a way, but it also, you question, like, you know, you guys got engaged awfully quick if you've never had these conversations. Um, I mean, because obviously the, that curse didn't happen until they were together. That was the whole reason there was a curse is because they wanted to be together. But they got together as a couple, like, without ever having these first date conversations, I guess. Is what they're saying? Yeah, I mean, because they still went on dates and stuff. I don't really understand why they wouldn't have asked some of these questions. He's never needed any kind of pain relief in the whole time. That <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it would have come up, but it was cute enough. It was a cute enough little plot of them. I having did. Their I first did like. I did, I did like that we found out that Abigail is a Taurus. Uh, because I'm a Taurus oh, as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And so uh, and she definitely has all the earmarks of a Taurus. <laughs> so uh, that was appropriate. I'm Aquarius. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what that means, but there What's you go. That? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I only know myself. What, right. what my you know sign is supposed to mean. I don't even. I don't even know myself. So if, if you know, put in the comment section. Let's <laughs> know if you're listening. Anyway, so then we have uh, also the one thing that I called shenanigans on, though, was when when Donovan says he squeezes his toothpaste from the middle. That makes no sense. <laughs> what? What do you mean? You've got to push from the you're, you're not going to get it all out. If you push from the middle, you got to push from the end. Oh, you don't. The, I'm going to tell you right now, the number of guys <laughs> that push, squeeze their toothpaste from the middle. Middle. Is, is is enormous. You'd that's end up an enormous wasting. Number. Well, you no, you squeeze from get... the middle, and then once that's sort of empty, then you start squeezing from the bottom at the end. <laughs> but you don't squeeze from the bottom right away. You just squeeze from the middle until that's all no. flattened out. Then you Madness. then you sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the that was yes. funny. That was really funny. And yeah, and so Martha gets George. I mean, George gets Martha's pen at the bell booking candle that was a little drop that they had here right so we know it's open uh and have we, have we seen that pen before or or I, I wasn't really sure what the importance of that was i wasn't either i really wasn't and we also have this little plot line in here about uh, monica she's lost a patient she's very upset well, let me tell you something. I, I am finding it extraordinarily difficult to care about that character or her storylines. Yeah. Mainly because she's dating Grant, who I despise. Um, uh, oh, yeah, the, the, the hospital. The, yeah, the uh, hospital administrator. administrator. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't like that guy. I mean, I know he's sort of like 
made up. I mean, he started out being this guy who came in and was going to try to tell Sam how to run the hospital. And mm. then, you know, he wised up and realized Sam knows what he's doing. But I, I just don't find the character very interesting. I find him superfluous. I don't know why yeah. he's there, why we need him. Well, they're um, in so intermittently that you can't really get attached to him because we we barely see them. I was they, like, who is this? I, I hardly remembered who she was. Right. I, I, until you said her name was Monica, I couldn't have even told you her name. Yeah. I remember Grant's name because it's burned into my brain how much I dislike him. But um, I couldn't remember Monica's name to save my life. I will now. But um, yeah, I, I just don't care for those characters. And I don't know. I don't know why we're spending time with them. I mean, I don't know if it's going to lead to something. Maybe it does. And then fine. Well, I mean, what they were trying to do is they gave cause for Adam to get his job back. Yeah. And so it's another one of those, like, trying to make Adam useful and it's not really working. Well, did they ever replace Adam? Remember, Grant was going to replace Adam at one point in time because he came back from his mission and he was like, oh, maybe I can get my old job back. And they were like, no, your job's not here anymore. I can't remember what they did. But uh-huh. but then he calls him in to say, oh, can you can you speak to uh, Monica? And then, and then it ends up him getting his job back. Um, yeah, and then he also talks to Zoe because she's stressing out because Joy got her yellow flowers and she right. flower, yellow flowers are for friendship. And so she thinks, oh, well, it's well I called this out. I mean, do you think Abigail did that on purpose? Because Abigail is a force is going to know that mm-hmm. you, even I knew and I know nothing knew that yellow roses are friendship. Mean yeah, friendship. I mean, I, like, I guess. But since she's particularly said that it was her favorite color right but there are other flowers that are yellow besides besides roses that's true it's putting the yellow roses in there that that caused it to be the friendship thing Mm -hmm. but i do think it's so cute with joy and zoe and it's like oh i thought maybe you just want to be friends i wanted to be more i mean they're all just feeling it out i just i love it yeah it was cute and she uh and and uh, yeah and she's just feeling a little bit hesitant because uh her partner passed away and she feels like she's betraying her 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 girlfriend and uh so that's you know kind of where the difficulty's coming in but it right. it, it was it was good it was really good and- one one other quick thing about adam when when he was giving his sermon at the church at the end are we presuming that this church has now been moved? Remember they were talking about moving yeah. the church and that woman at the, uh, at the auction or whatever said, I can give you land. She donated land for the church. So we presume that this big move has happened because we see outside shots of the church and it's like sitting differently on some land somewhere. I so don't I, know. I wondered about that myself. If they were still fundraising for the move or if it had right. happened. but And then once Adam got his job back at the hospital and they're like, well, what about the church? And he was like, oh, I can, you know, I can reach so much, many more people here at the hospital. I was like, well, that's fine. But you just spent a lot of money and resources moving this church to open this church. And now are you not going to be there? Or what does that mean? Yeah, it, I'm not sure. I, I, I wonder, uh, did they're talking about that they have that small group and he's talking about hope and the scripture tells us we are better together than alone and so is he gonna be a preacher still he's gonna do both i mean 
Listen, it's not it's not beyond the capability of the citizens of Middleton to to have three, right. four, or five jobs. <laughs> That's right. So so there, it certainly is in within the realm of possibility that he could yeah. both be the chaplain at the hospital and the minister at the church. Um, it's just I don't know why you know. Again, you're absolutely right. The whole point of all this is just to give Adam something to do. Yeah. Um, since he's not with Stephanie anymore. And it makes you realize that without him being a potential boyfriend of Stephanie, there's not much going on. But I don't know if this is too early to talk about this. When you saw the previews for next week, it looks like they're trying to get Adam and Stephanie back together. I know. I do not like that. No. I do not like that, Sam. I am. Um, (laughs) Me too. uh, uh, Because Adam has not yet redeemed himself for the horrible way in which he treated Stephanie. Yeah. When he was on his mission for two weeks or whatever. And- yeah, because it's like he's acting like this isn't his fault, which it is entirely his fault. It's 100% his fault. Stephanie mm-hmm. did nothing wrong. She did everything right and then some. Yeah. And he just was like, oh, I met some random woman in South America. And so now even though I was going to ask you to marry me, I think I'm not. And then that turns out not to be so much fun. So he's like, oh, you'll take me back, right? And Stephanie rightly said, no, I'm not going to take you back. And I don't think she should get sucked into it now. She's stronger than that. I agree. I'm hoping they're just fooling us. Like she'll think about it for a second and then realize it's a mistake. Yeah. And they just don't have chemistry. I, at least in my opinion, I do not see like them together. I never have. No. And I feel that way very strongly. Uh, what did you think of the remarkable Radfords and that whole plot line of of uh, Sam and the magic with his grandpa? I, I, I really like that. As I said earlier, I like the, the magic, him trying to do magic and everything and the whole lemon twist yeah. uh, uh, thing. I really like that. Um, it, it's so funny. I actually sort of know how that trick works in the real vanishing life. lemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, where the, the ring ends up inside the lemon. I sort of know how that trick works a little bit and they did it really well on camera. Like if you paid attention and you know how it really works, you can see him kind of do it kind of do the, the sleight of hand. Yeah. I was going to say sleight of hand. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, so I like that a, a great deal. And um, again, I really like the sister character. So that whole plot line, I liked a lot. And I, so that plot line was good for me. The Zoe Joe, uh, uh, Joy plot line was good for me. Um, I didn't care about Adam. I've never really cared about Adam. The Abigail, who I normally love, yeah. it, it was okay. That, that was sort well, of in the middle ground for me this episode. So she buys a wedding dress at the... Uh at the expo and i have to say i know that fashion is very subjective but i hated that dress i thought it was so you know it's so funny at all it is it is i've been following online and it's very controversial some people are like this is the (laughs) ugliest dress in the world um i am not a fashion connoisseur nor am i a you know to speak about wedding dresses is not really my forte i will say she looked stunning in it um, yeah, well, she's a beautiful woman, so she looked good in in anything. But I don't know. I just it looked like something from the eighties, like disco. To me, it, I I just did not like the shoulder weird shoulders. Yeah, I was gonna say the, the shoulders were really big. And the long um, sleeves, and I don't. I just did not care for it. And it all. might be, you know, it just thinking of traditional sort of wedding dresses and stuff. It was a little low cut in the front. 
Mm-hmm. You know, for a wedding dress, usually wedding dresses are a little bit more demure. Um, not, I mean, not that it yeah. can't be that. I mean, again, she's a gorgeous woman. She can wear anything probably, but it seemed a little not, you know, um, you know, but people have been talking about the fashions again, not my forte, but <laughs> like I, I, even I have noticed, and I noticed none of these things. Cassie is no longer wearing the sort of fancy clothes even when she's like dusting the house which she used to do which was kind of funny but she was always dressed up really nice now she's wearing like baggy sweaters and jeans and 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 have you noticed that uh-huh. I what's up with that yeah i've noticed that a little bit too maybe they just don't have the budget that they used to have i, I would believe that that they just don't have the wardrobe so it's like whatever Catherine bell wants to wear she i mean wear. i don't I know mean, i have no uh, idea a lot of times COVID is, uh, is, is the, you know, for example, in this last episode, we fi- I finally put it together in my mind. Maybe everybody else had this already sorted out. Where the renovation in the bistro is happening, you realize now it's happening sort of around that corner from the main counter is where they've got that sheet and they're doing the reno- Joy's doing the renovations in the bistro. But I realized that the reason they're probably doing that is because then they can do all those scenes with fewer people because they don't have to have background people in the cafe because they're renovating it right so, i mean it's, just, it's a clever That's way a to like have few having just directed a movie i've done two directed two movies during covid i know the restrictions and and i, I i've heard in toronto it's even worse than it is in la which is where i am um you know the, the fewest number of people possible is what you want and, you know, that's why they don't have as many guest stars anymore, because especially up there, if they come from the U.S., they have to quarantine and yeah. that's a big deal. And and so, you know, a lot a lot of this season might be affected by that. Um, So, I mean, I guess next season will tell the, sta- the tell the story if this is an anomaly or this was the direction they just intended to go. Yeah, it will definitely be very interesting. I also thought it was interesting that they're talking about uh, the melody within from Rigoletto because I know that there is an opera named Rigoletto, but I don't think the song that they're playing is from the opera. I think it's from the movie, which is like a really obscure movie that I actually really enjoy. Rigoletto, the melody within. Right. Um, and I was like, that was really a random a random song that like i mean it's it's kind of popular here in utah because kurt bester wrote the music and he's like popular here okay but uh but i don't know i was just like that was a weird pull like what are they like because they're, yeah, they're I all fighting over it. the they're fighting over the booth and uh and yeah the melody within from rigoletto and uh they uh because two of them uh they rented the space and Martha figures out a compromise and uh, just goes to show you she is, she does have some talents as the mayor. She does have some skills and qualifications. Yeah. Um, And I think that pretty much covers everything. There's also this whole thing with the hope chest. There's the hope chest, which I like. I think that's, we're just going to start to see where that goes as, as in the search for the amulet. But I also really hope that they follow up on the flower wars 
with um oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Abigail and her and 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 uh, what is it called Flower Universe or yeah whatever Flower. that other company is that's <laughs> going to come in and they're going to open a kiosk in the mall. I, I can't imagine Middleton having a mall. Uh, did they mean like a mall mall or did they mean like just a a walking like outdoor mall? I can't imagine a big shopping yeah, mall in Middleton. May, may, maybe one of those sort of outdoor malls. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, an inside mall, that sounds like something you'd find in Blairsville. Right. It really does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Parker Jordan, Flower Universe. Right. Uh, is, uh... I hope they follow up on that because I think that could be fun to see mm-hmm. Abigail, you know, uh, getting into scuffles with. Uh... Yeah. I mean, evidently Middleton, they're giving a lot of flowers. They're. <laughs> it's true it's true i mean if they can if this little town can support not only just the one flower shop but two, but two. yeah but you know <laughs> abigail still has her chocolates i mean that's what really gets them in there is her, that's is true chocolates yeah and i guess you have weddings and things like that uh that they had she had ended up with three weddings canceled in lieu of flower universe right so that means there were three weddings going to happen within a you know within the next three or four months there in, in Middleton. I mean, maybe it's a wedding destination. Remember maybe. Martha used to have that wedding planner store on main street. Yeah, that's so true. Maybe Middleton is a wedding destination place. <laughs> so then Zoe brings joy flowers with the photo of the two of them. And that was very cute. And then they have a different perspective on the vision board with the picture now of Zoe and Joy and it's be they have the quote beware the zenith of the red hollowed moon right now is Ooh. this remember early on when George with with the little supernatural sand and the bags mm-hmm. of sand and wasn't there a thing like he could only show it underneath a, a red hollowed moon wasn't that a red hollowed something moon like that yeah and um we've seen the picture of the sort of eclipse which is essentially what that is uh-huh. on the front of, of, of Joy's vision board. So it'll be curious what that all, what that all brings together. Yeah, it will be very, very interesting. Uh, we also have Abigail saying that the, the longer I'm engaged to you, the more I want to be married. Aww. So maybe she's not going to have it be such a long engagement after all. Well, you were the one who said you were against long engagements, right? I would not, no. Like, if you're young, again, if you're young, then, yeah, that makes sense because you need some time to... But once you're at a certain age, you know what... I just feel like once you're at a certain age, you know what you want. Right. And go for it. Why wait? (laughs) I mean, do you you think they're trying to set up, like, Abigail and Donovan getting married, like, this season? I hope so. I would be a little bit irritated if they stretched that out like they did with Sam and Cassie. Well, they stretched Sam and Cassie out forever, but yeah, I mean, I don't know that they would be able to pull off a big wedding when they were shooting during COVID. Um, I think what would be far more interesting, although people might be disappointed, is if all of a sudden they show up one day and like, oh, we we just eloped down the city hall and got married. Yeah, but that would fit their characters pretty well. Right. I mean, you could involve Martha and make it kind of fun. Uh, I I just am a little worried for the show. So I kind of want them to get married just in case it doesn't get renewed. Right. <laughs> um, well, the thing uh, is, it's still, it's still, if I'm not mistaken, I, 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 the ratings have been fairly steady. It's still Hallmark's number one rated show, I think. I think Heartland sometimes beats it. 
But those are like the one number one and number two show. So I, I don't. The, I when calls the heart has to be. Higher. Oh, that's what, that's what I meant. What did I say? Yeah. Heartland. I said yeah, Heartland. Heartland. I meant I meant when calls the heart. Sorry. Yeah. Those are like the number one and number two is when calls the heart and uh, and Good mm-hmm. Witch. But the thing is, is some someday so, like Catherine Bell may just decide. You know, I've been doing this for fifteen years. I just right. would like to end it. I mean, I, I feel like that's when the show is going to end. When she just says, you know what? Let's wrap it up. I'm kind of done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's when it will end. And you, who knows when that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's... Uh, you're right about the rating. So I'm probably wrong. I just feel like there's I, just no I feel buzz around the show. I, I feel you. And, and it does feel a little you know, tired this season, right? It feels a little tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, as much as I still love the characters and everything, the storylines are, they. Ju- it feels like a little bit going through the motions. I mean, it is season seven. Yeah. Um, but- uh, Just a it's long ju- time. It's a long time. Plus, you know, seven movies before that. So this mm-hmm. good which has been going on for a long time, but- it's Hopefully. amazing that in all of these seasons, the title episode title, the magic hadn't been used. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think that would have come up. <laughs> you would think, I mean, they, they, they never show the title on screen. So half the time you don't even know, but early on they used to have these really long titles. I seem to remember. Yeah. This season, they're all just, uh, it's the party, the shell, the delivery, right. the exchange. That's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> It just makes it simpler. Next week is the sprint, though. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Or not next. That's one thing we have to talk about housekeeping uh, is that there is no episode next week, and so it's actually two weeks that we will have a new episode. So we actually won't be back until the twentieth is when that episode will uh, will air. Uh, so of July. So that's kind of crazy. Almost yeah, it's because it's the, four, it's the 4th of July uh, yeah. uh, weekend. So I think they're having special programming um, or something like that. So mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, let us know if you're listening what you think of this ep- these episodes. And what would you give this one 1 to 10, this episode? Uh, this one I like better than the previous yeah. one. I, I give this one a, a 7.5 to 8. I agree. I I feel the same way. So yeah, let us know if you're listening, what you think of these two episodes and what you would give them. And, uh, and you can find me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And also make sure you're following the podcast, the Hallmarkies pod and Hallmarkies podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this episode a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we appreciate that so much and uh thanks so much randy this is so much fun always to get to talk about good witch thanks so much i i I really enjoy being here yeah and congrats on finishing the movie that's awesome thank you (laughs) and we'll talk in three weeks everybody Bye. bye bye bye